Support for Across the Blue Ridge comes from Great Outdoor Provision Company, offering gear to cool down hot North Carolina summer hikes. Information about five North Carolina summer watering holes at greatoutdoorprovision.com. It's Across the Blue Ridge, the great little show that nearly everybody loves. I'm Paul Brown. Cumberland Gap with the Lonesome River Band gets us going on Across the Blue Ridge. I'm Paul Brown. Glad you're along for the ride this week. And we've got some great music from the Lonesome River Band, one of the greatest bluegrass bands around. They've been on the road for a long time with a variety of personnel. But Sammy Sheeler, the banjo picker and band leader, has been with the group all the way from the start. We'll be hearing from him about some of his musical background, also the other band members, and some great music. Sammy's musical tradition goes back to the beginning of the country music industry. His ancestors traveled to Bristol, Tennessee in 1927, 90 years ago, to audition at the Bristol Sessions, which uncovered country music stars, including the Carter family and Jimmy Rogers, and gave mountain musicians from all around southern Appalachia the chance to record. Among the potential stars discovered at the Bristol Sessions of 1927, the Carter family. There is a precious volume of finger warning hole in that little log cabin by the sea. It is the old Bible more precious now than gold. It is the 
family on across the Blue Ridge from 1927 at the Bristol Sessions in Bristol, Tennessee, a talent scout from Victor Records came into town, put out the word that he was looking for musicians from the area who might want to try the new art of recording and maybe become music stars, as the Carter family did. Well, there were a lot of folks who came from around the mountains to those Bristol Sessions, Not all of them became as famous as the Carter family or Jimmy Rogers, for sure, but they were excellent musicians. Among them, Dad Blackard and his moonshiners from around Meadows of Dan, Virginia. And here they are with Sandy Riverbill. Thank you. 
Sandy Riverbell from Dad Blackard and his Moonshiners back in 1927, Bristol, Tennessee, at the Bristol Sessions, recording sessions that helped get the country music industry going, and where some of the first country music stars, including the Carter family and Jimmy Rogers, were discovered. Dad Blackard was an ancestor of Sammy Sheeler, the frontman for the Lonesome River Band, our featured band this hour on Across the Blue Ridge, from their concert in December of 2016 at Muddy Creek Music Hall, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Let's get going, and then we'll be back with some of the band members. Each one of them has an interesting story. This bluegrass band has been on the road for many years, delighting audiences, young and old, at fiddlers' conventions, bluegrass festivals, and lots of other events. Well, there's a girl named Bonnie Brown that everybody knows. The boys all want to marry her, but they can't afford her clothes. Bonnie Brown, you got me down to my last dollar bill. Never met another girl like you, and hope I never will. Some River Band on Across the Blue Ridge with Bonnie Brown.
was in her teens. Lord, how she loved me, this pretty teenage queen. But a few years after marriage, she loved me no more. When I was pushing 40, she was barely 24. And the trouble started between Carolyn and me. I was satisfied at home, but she longed to be free. And searching for that something that pastures looks so green. Through the house of Carolyn, Carolyn the teenage queen. That was Carolyn the Teenage Queen, Lonesome River Band, on Across the Blue Ridge from their 2016 Muddy Creek Music Hall performance, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. First time that I met her, she took my breath away. My body started trembling, and I didn't know what to say. So I pulled myself together and I asked her for her name. She said my name is Sally Joe. I don't play the game again. Love a man leaving. Then I keep crying and weeping. I'll never love no one again. I got caught up in the game and I can't win. 
Many times I've heard the story about love that's gone bad And I can understand it cause I lost the one I had To a man who's never played before this crazy game I've lost Well, he don't know the pain right now Soon he'll pay the cost of game of love A man leaving And I'm so crying and weeping I'll never love no one again I got caught up in the game that I can't win The game that I can't win, Lonesome River Band. We'll be back on Across the Blue Ridge with more from the band. We'll meet some of the band members right after this break. Stay with us. Support for Across the Blue Ridge comes from the Blue Ridge Music Center. August concert performances feature Jeanette and Johnny Williams, Stevie Barr, Mipso, Amethyst Kia, and more. Saturdays at 7 p.m. on the Blue Ridge Parkway. Details at blueridgemusiccenter.org. And from the Dan River Company, offering canoe and kayak rentals on the Dan River, adjacent to Hanging Rock State Park in North Carolina. Reservations and information at danrivercompany.com or on Facebook. It's Across the Blue Ridge. I'm Paul Brown. We've been listening to the Lonesome River Band from their December 2016 show at Muddy Creek Music Hall, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And uh, let's listen to another song, and then we'll meet Sammy Sheeler and some of the other members of the band. Here's This Old Heart. Seems to be the way for me This old heart ain't gonna make it For the pain I put it through Men broke peace back together And it can't make it without you Leave it alone This old heart ain't gonna make it For the pain I put it through Been 
just right upon my headstone left a broken heart behind. This old heart ain't gonna make it for the pain I'm putting through. Been broke, piece back together, and it can't make it without you. Some river band, what about that? I want to hear it some more. That's more like it. I think so. I think so. Well, this band goes back all the way to the beginning of the country music industry. And uh, we want to find out. Yeah, not yet. You're working on it. He'll never be as old as I am, but he keeps trying to catch up. But every year I have another birthday and I stay 10 years ahead of him. Sorry, Sammy. I'll tell you what. We should find out a little about it, though, because back, as I said, back in 1927, Victor Records Company sent a talent scout to Bristol, Tennessee, and they sent word that they wanted musicians from these mountains to come and record on these newfangled 78 RPM records. At that session in 1927, the Carter family showed up, Jimmy Rogers showed up, and a lot of other really interesting musicians appeared and made some recordings. The Stonemans were there, exactly, and many others. You can still find those recordings. They're out there. You should listen to them sometime. And Sammy Sheeler, our banjo picker and the longest-lasting uh, member of the Lonesome River Band, the man who's been straight on through since the 1990s with it and has a great lineup with him here, also has some connection to that. And Sammy, I want to find out, give us a sense of where your family comes into that those first recording sessions in country music? Well, um, they were known on the recording. They got there, and they didn't have a name for the group, so they, um, the eldest member of the group was Joe Blackard. And um, so they called it Dad Blackard and the Moonshiners. <laughs> and... That name didn't really stick too well. They, they've kind of evolved into what's called the Sheeler family now, but um, it was Joe Blackard on fiddle and his daughter Clarice playing uh, piano. And Clarice's husband was Jesse Sheeler, and uh, his brother's name was Pyrus Sheeler, and that was the four that recorded as the Sheeler family. And everybody always asked me if I'm re related to them, and I grew up a half a mile from Jesse and Clarice, but actually I'm not related through the Sheelers. Uh, Joe Blackard's sister is my great-great-grandmother, so I'm um, related through the Blackards. And I uh, was fortunate enough to get to hang around with them when I was a kid and play a lot of music with them, learned a lot of old-time tunes. Clarice played the piano, and she played old-time fiddle tunes on the piano. 
It was the coolest thing I've ever seen. And you could feel the floor of the house move in rhythm <laughs> when she played. And uh, it was just a real amazing thing. There are some recordings of uh, the Sheelers made in the 1970s, by the way, that you can hear on Field Recorders Collective, which is a nonprofit dedicated to uh, getting music from field recordings in people's homes over the decades out and into a place where you can listen to them. And you can find that online. Field Recorders Collective. Check it out and you'll you'll find the Sheeler recordings. So, Sammy, you said that, uh, you know, as you were a kid, you learned a lot of music, started coming up with it from an early age. We've got to find out about your first banjo and how you got cranking on the banjo. This is a good one. Well, my grandfather on my mom's side learned to play banjo from legendary Charlie Poole. And uh, he used to come through our area a lot and used to hang out at my great-great-grandfather's house and pick and drink. And um, Charlie Charlie Poole uh, was known as the original country music outlaw. And uh, he... He went on a, he told people he was going to go on a drunk and kill himself, and that's what he did at an early age. And, uh, but my great grandfather had a grist mill, and back then, if you had a grist mill, you also had a still somewhere up in the mountains because you had a lot of corn around. And uh, that was a better way to make money with it than cornmeal. But uh, Charlie Poole would come and stay sometimes for two weeks at a time, so Grandpa was exposed to his banjo playing and learned to play that. My grandfather on my father's side loved the music, so the two of them decided I was going to be a banjo player before I was born. And they that's all I can remember my Some whole people life. just don't have any choice, do they? No, I didn't. I really <laughs> didn't. He was asking about the first banjo. My oh, grandfather, yeah. I started showing interest in it, so he was pretty inventive so he had this old pressure cooker pot sitting there he sliced it up in bands and then built a wood rim inside those bands and went to the tractor supply place there next door and got some bolts and put in around it all the way and put a tin head on it and made a stretcher band and used clothes hanger wire to hold the stretcher band on and whittled out a neck, and that's what I learned my first two songs on. Sammy Sheeler of the Lonesome River Band talking about his first banjo on Across the Blue Ridge at a Muddy Creek Music Hall performance in late 2016. And he mentioned Clarice Sheeler, not directly related to him, but a neighbor who played the piano along with fiddle tunes. Here she is with her husband, Jesse Sheeler, on the Field Recorders Collective album. The tune is Rich Mountain, also known as Old Dad or Wild Horse at Stony Point.
Luis Sheeler at the piano, Jesse Sheeler, her husband, on fiddle, the tune Rich Mountain, recorded in the 1970s at their home in Meadows of Dan, Virginia. And Clarice was someone that Sammy Sheeler of the Lonesome River Band, our featured band this hour on Across the Blue Ridge, had mentioned, a neighbor of his, not a direct relative, but one of the many musicians in his community who really inspired him. Another Lonesome River Band member with music directly in his background is Jesse Smathers. Let's go back to the music hall. And right now I want to hear from the youngest member, or the newest member of the band anyway. I don't know whether he's youngest, but I'm going to claim he might be. Jesse Smathers from out in the mountains of western North Carolina. He lived in Eden, raised in Eden. Raised in Eden, North Carolina, right around where Charlie Poole held forth. And he has relatives and ancestors in old-time music from the western counties of North Carolina, uh, Luke and Harold Smathers, who played old-time music. And I used to see them play that and hear them play that and also swing. They called it sort of mountain swing. Mountain swing. Yeah. And Jesse, welcome to Across the Blue Ridge. Thank you so much. So tell me about, uh, tell us about how you got going on the mandolin and, and how you've uh, come out of this background of mountain and old time music. And here you are with the Lonesome River Band playing bluegrass that's tinged with old time and a little blues and a little jazz. Yeah, well, uh, growing up, I, I started playing when I was 10. Dad had a little local band and his dad, of course, Harold Smathers, played rhythm guitar in the Luke Smathers String Band. Luke was my great uncle, I guess. And um, anyway, that was Canton, North Carolina, Western Carolina, up near Asheville. And they won the Folk Heritage Award and influenced people like David Holt and Laura Boosinger and some right. others up that way. And, um, anyway, so I grew up listening to their music. And they recorded a couple albums back then. Dad had a little local band, and I listened to him growing up. And then being from Eden, that's the home of Charlie Poole. So I used to go to the Charlie Poole Festival when I was a kid and compete and you know, getting little band competitions, and I would try to get in every competition down there that I could get in, even if I couldn't play it. I'd, Just to do it? Well, what was it? the competition was, you know, sometimes it was slim in some areas, and so I figured if I was going to be the only one in the category, you that, could was, win. that was a chance to make a hundred bucks, you know. I want a bunch like that. That's yeah, right. Yeah, so just... um. Anyway, just being uh, young and growing up playing old-time bluegrass music, I started liking Lonesome Rear Band when I was real young, you know, and I remember riding around in my dad's, he had a little gold Toyota pickup truck from the 80s or 90s that he... So long ago. Yeah, well, that he, that he put a, a CD player in, and he had an old Lonesome River Band mix CD, and I'd go down the road jamming out to it, and just... Thing after thing. How'd you persuade him to hire you? No, I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> they made some sort of mistake, but anyway, we're glad you're with them because it sounds great. Thanks. The singing and the mandolin playing both Jesse Smathers. <laughs> and here from 1977, the band Jesse Smathers' granddad, Harold Smathers, played in the Luke Smathers String Band with Texas Plains. between my knees, riding out on the rain, 
Just a kick him in the sides, making sure he's stepping tired out on the Texas plains. Texas Plains, 1977, the Luke Smathers String Band from around Canton, North Carolina. And the guitar picker in that band, Harold Smathers, the brother of Luke Smathers, was the grandfather of Jesse Smathers, currently the mandolin picker in the Lonesome River Band. So here we go. Music coming down one generation to the next. Let's listen to a song from the Lonesome River Band's album, Bridging the Tradition. Here's Rocking of the Cradle. Excuses and love with no regrets. Take the bad with the good. And know I did my best. Walking in the sunshine and dancing in the rain. From the rocking of the cradle to the rolling of that long black limousine. From rockabye, sweet baby, till I hear the angels sing.
Rocking of the Cradle from the Lonesome River Band right here on Across the Blue Ridge, and that's from their album Bridging the Tradition. I should mention the Lonesome River Band is celebrating 35 years as a band, a big milestone, and they've released another album, Mayhaley's House. We'll have some selections from that in upcoming weeks right here on Across the Blue Ridge. And remember, you can always find us online at acrosstheblueridge.net. If you miss a show or you can't listen right at the time that it's broadcast on a station near you, you can find the shows, all the archive shows, right there. We'll be back right after a break. Support for Across the Blue Ridge comes from Farm to Feet, 100% American, offering made-in-America socks designed and manufactured in Mount Airy, North Carolina, using U.S. materials, U.S. manufacturing, and U.S. workers. Retail locations at farmtofeet.com. It's Across the Blue Ridge. I'm Paul Brown. We've been featuring the Lonesome River Band this episode, a great bluegrass band from southwestern Virginia with a long history on the road and at festivals. We've been finding out a little bit about the band members, their musical histories, the folks in their families who played, and let's continue that, and then we'll get right back to some more music from the band's Muddy Creek Music Hall performance in late 2016. What about, uh, what about our bass player here, Barry Reed? He's the quiet man in the background yes. who provides the uh, rhythm and the lift to the band. How'd you get going, uh, Barry, and where are you from? I'm uh, from south of Knoxville in a place called Seymour, Tennessee. And started going, started learning uh, guitar and bass around the age of nine. And when I got in college, I got really serious about bass and electric bass. You were all about that bass. That I was all about that bass. Who are you? Yeah. He's steady. Look at him. He's just steady. Cool as, cool as he can be. That's what you need in a bass player. Somebody who can keep the beat, and that's what he does. We're awful glad to have you here with us. Barry Reed. Yeah. Brandon uh, Rickman has had an interesting career. He's a guitar player. He plays several other instruments. As far as I can tell, if it's got strings, he'll pick it up and play it. He wrote songs for quite a while. He's been with the band, and he's back now. And uh, Brandon, come on up here. Where are you from? I think you're the, what are your, what are your first of the two members of the band from Missouri, aren't you? Yeah, originally from southwest Missouri, a little town called Purdy, right on the Arkansas-Oklahoma line. I was just out in St. Louis last week, so uh, yep. drove all the way through Missouri. It was we don't claim them up there. That's what I figured. Yeah. I figured that was the next thing out of his mouth. I was just waiting for it. Perfect. Perfect. So how'd you get started, man? Family. Uh, my dad sang, his dad sang southern gospel music mainly, mm -hmm. and, um, we grew up in a small place where we went back to uh, to take over uh, my granddad's farm. And it's down in the hills, and there was an old one-room schoolhouse, church house down there. And every other Saturday night, we had a called a hootenanny. And uh, everybody around would go down there and play and get up on the stage. And So Dad started dragging us down there once he once I started showing interest in the, the guitar. Seems and, like uh, it stuck. Came from, uh, yeah. Family band started there shortly after, and then everybody started going off to college, and I hit the road. 
How do song ideas come to you? You like to write a lot of songs. Where do they I, come from? I don't know. That's it, it's a hard thing. A movie, you might watch a movie, get an idea, mm-hmm. line. Hanging around other songwriters, especially the old-time songwriters, the, the old good ones, the ones that taught me. They talk in song titles. They don't even know it. So you hang around with them, and uh, you, you'll learn a lot and get a few song ideas along the way. That's interesting. They talk in song titles. Think about that, folks. Cool. Brandon Rickman. Yeah. And I think originally from Missouri, right? Mike Hartgrove? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. You, you were raised in Missouri. Whereabouts? Uh, do you know where Columbia, Missouri is? Yeah. Kind of in between uh, St. Louis and Kansas City. Excellent. So uh, how'd you get started on the fiddle? My father played guitar, and uh, he there were quite a few old-time fiddlers that played. Mm-hmm. So um, he knew all the standards, and I would go with him and mm-hmm. hang out there, you know. Missouri has a big tradition of fiddle playing. It does. It really does, yeah, in several very, styles, but it's very, very yeah, deep. Very yeah. lucky, you know, yeah. as a kid to be around that. So, so you, could, you, could hear, you could hear a fiddler without too much trouble. If you went to a square dance or yeah. your parents were going somewhere, you could tag along and... Like and they could tell me. you real quick if you were playing it wrong or right. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, no, that's not right. You better go back home. So that's what I love about all the old-time fiddlers. When I was coming up, they yeah. each one of them tell you where you were going right, but they also would tell you where you were going wrong. That is correct. Well, uh, Mike also teaches the fiddle. And did you learn specifically from anyone in terms of taking lessons of the sort that you give now, or did you just watch and listen and try it? Uh, I did take some Suzuki. You Did know, you? for a few years there, uh, mm-hmm. I was at a fiddler's convention, and I met a violin teacher there, and he said, you know, you're really holding the bow wrong, and I was, like, choking it real. I said, is that right? And he said, yeah. So I started taking some lessons and got where I could read some, and I still use standard notation some mm-hmm. with some of these kids in the Suzuki programs. Well, one of the cool things about Suzuki is that it, it teaches you reading, but it also trains your ear, which a lot of the classical music methods did not back in my day. So uh, the folks who have any Suzuki training at all really have a leg up because they've got all sorts of technical chops and they don't have to read music. They can listen to a tune and put it on the instrument the way most of us could. Some of us don't have all those technical chops or we can't read the music. So it's the best of both worlds. Michael Hartgrove, good to have you with us on the cross of Blue Ridge. And let's get right back to the Lonesome River Band. Here they go. You come home when you love her at night, her arms hold you tight. Don't you know what it means to be alone? I'm dreaming of the past of our love dead at last. When the stars come out and the tears fall like rain, you gave me your love so true, but I cheated dear on you. I'm on, on this highway paved with pain.
horse horse come out and the tears fall like rain. Paved with Regret, the Lonesome River Band on Across the Blue Ridge. Someone's footsteps with shaking legs just can't get up and run. And as I lie there breathless, the next thing I expected was a blast of hell from Homer Lawson's gun. Papa's running moonshine again I thank God for cloudy nights in Alabama's whiskey stills Harvest time in Homer Lawson's field I thank God for cloudy nights in Alabama's whiskey stills Harvest time in Homer Lawson's Harvest Time in Homer Lawson's Field, the Lonesome River Band on Across the Blue Ridge. Our red lives in town, weighs 340 pounds. Our 
seen a kitchen with the feet in the hall. That's the Lonesome River Band with Ida Red, a little bit of Cotton Eye Joe and Cripple Creek thrown in there too. We uh, we really do appreciate y'all, and uh, we're really tickled to be here once again, officially down there on the base from Seymour, Tennessee. It's Mr. Barry Reed down there. I'm going to kick this next song off for you. He comes to you originally from Missouri now, like they said. Now makes his home in Albemarle, North Carolina, one of the finest in the business. Played with the likes of George Jones, Mo Bandy, the Bluegrass, Bluegrass Cardinals, Dolos, and Quicksilver. Helped start a group called The Third Time Out. It's an honor to be on the stage with this guy. Mr. Mike Hartgrove right there. Woman that has gone set me free. 
aching for the woman that has gone set me free. Gone and Set Me Free, the Lonesome River Band on Across the Blue Ridge, their performance in December of 2016 at Muddy Creek Music Hall, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And thanks to Muddy Creek for that, for making a second home for Across the Blue Ridge with great live performances recorded for broadcast. Be sure to join us again next time for another great show with old-time bluegrass, true country, gospel, and blues coming your way each week on Across the Blue Ridge. Hey, we had a correction to make. A couple of weeks ago, we called Myrtle Vermilion of the Dykes Magic City Trio Hazel Vermilion. I said that. My bad. Thanks to a listener in Montana who jumped on it immediately. Yes, it was Myrtle Vermilion in one of the old-time string bands of the early days of country music. Paul Brown here saying, keep on the sunny side. It really will help you on your way. And the rest of us, too, we'll catch up with you next time. Support for Across the Blue Ridge comes from Great Outdoor Provision Company, offering gear to cool down hot North Carolina summer hikes. Information about five North Carolina summer watering holes at greatoutdoorprovision.com.